you very much for being on this call. Um, as a thank you, I have an extremely valuable, uh, uh, some extremely valuable information for you that will be given during the course of this call. Uh, for some of you, you're going to be receiving a quick start, highly detailed, uh, 40 plus page, uh, quick start. If you were one of our early bird people, um, some of you, if you're listening to this call in the future, uh, it's available as an add-on, possibly a separate product. For those of uh, those of the people though on the call here live, part of the early bird special will be receiving uh, PDF at no cost. But again, if you're listening to the recording of this in the future, you know it will be available for a fee. Most likely, we're selling it as an extra product. Um, I'll be getting into details of that shortly. Today's call, how to put the writer's secret to work in the next 30 days, open the door to a new life, and find the freedom and independence you crave. I want to talk, first of all, about how the writer's secret compares to other methods. Other methods of marketing online and making money online, I found number one, and this is the reason that I created the writer's secret, number one, they are not evergreen. For example, um, pay-per-click and organic SEO, very good ways to get traffic, but if your business depends on them, there is an issue because a lot of times those methods involved are not evergreen, and you've probably heard of the infamous Google Slap. So I'm not anti-SEO or anti-PPC, and you can certainly integrate those methods into the writer's secret. I just don't think that they should be the number one source of traffic that you rely on because then your business is very subject to things out of your control. Um, I've also found that a lot of fad methods come and go, and they die quickly. They die fast. They die a fast death. So if you're building a business based on fad methods, um, it can spell trouble because you can rock and roll for, say, one year and then find out later that – you're out of business or you have extreme problems. You'll also find that a lot of new methods come out in this business and everybody's all excited about them and they're all great and everyone's all gung-ho, which is fine until everyone starts using that magical method. And yes, the method was legitimate. The method did work. But when everyone starts using it, what do you think happens? That's right. If everyone starts using it, um, that, uh, it's going to stop working uh, pretty quickly. So that's one of the problems that I feel the writer's secret solves. It's an evergreen method. We'll talk about that in just a second. A lot of methods require very high attention to detail. And this is something I wanted to solve with the writer's secret. And the reason I say that is because I just attention to detail is not my forte. You know, I'm, I really like to write or create. And I have some, uh, a few staff, and you will too, as you progress or grow in this business that can handle details. And they're all details that have to be handled in the business, as you'll see in the implementation part. But that's not what I want to spend my time doing. You know, some methods like really intensive pay-per-click method, you know, you're pouring over spreadsheets uh, sometimes for hours. And it's very uh, detail, detailed work. And if you enjoy that, then do it by all means. 
go for it. Use pay-per-click as one of your methods of, of getting traffic. Um, I'm not a spreadsheet kind of person. Just am not. And so the writer's secret can get you traffic. It can work without having to have that really high attention um, to detail, which I personally find to be very draining. It's not that I can't do it. I, I just don't enjoy it. I find it very draining. A lot of other methods out there are based on secrets you only get in the high-end coaching. So you sell a front-end product, and maybe it's a thousand or two thousand dollars, or five hundred dollars, or hundred dollars, or maybe it's an ebook. But you really can't make it work or get the real scoop on it without joining a high-end coaching program uh, because of there are quote secrets, which is all well and good. But unless you have the money to join the high-end coaching program, you know how is that really going to help or, or or benefit you? The writer's secret is based on realistic, practical, uh, 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 realistic and practical method that's very understandable and very doable by anyone um, with a modicum of skills, a modicum of persistence, a modicum of ability. I'm not saying it can be done by people with no skills or no knowledge or intelligence or know-how or drive or initiative. But I'm saying, it's re in my opinion, it's reasonable, and you'll see that as we go along. It's something that's actually doable for somebody that's uh, not like a prodigy or a genius or a rocket scientist, right? Um, a lot of other marketing methods out there, uh, Internet marketing methods, you know, a feast or famine, and, and I cited as these product launches. Now, product launches are great. Jeff Walker is a great guy, and I know him personally, and I really love Jeff. It's just that there is an issue with product launches is, is that they tend to be feast or famine. And this is why you see a lot of continuity or recurring billing or membership sites and so forth built into them to try to overcome that. But you're still at a point where once or twice a year you've got to pull off this really big product launch. And if it doesn't go well and that product launch doesn't hit or you're unable to get everyone to promote it or some other big launch overwhelms your smaller launch and you get lost in the fray, uh, you can end up in a serious cash flow crunch. So the writer's secret solves that problem or that issue. Um, you don't have to uh, – maybe the word whore out your list is an overstatement. Um, but, you know, you don't have to just do all of these recipro reciprocal mailings for products that you don't believe in just so that when you do your product launch, everybody will owe you and will mail for you. That's something I just personally find very distasteful. I'll do a recip here or there. I'll do a favor for a friend here or there. Uh, maybe I'll do a tele-seminar. Maybe I'll do a webinar. Maybe I'll do an email for a friend here or there. But it's like it's not my business model. It's not something that I have to do to generate my bread and butter income. I can do it if I like the person, believe in their product, believe in what they're doing. But I don't have this obligation to promote things that I don't believe in, and you won't either if you use the writer's secret. Um, other methods, some other methods require a very high skill level. Yes, they work. Yes, they can make a lot of money. And, yeah, the person who's the success example of that system or method uh, operates at a very, very high level of skill. You know, And I, I just think that this, unless you're a person with that very, very high level of skill, you know, that's probably a method to be avoided. Now, um, 
you know, if you do have the skill, then go for it. By all means, use one of those methods. If you're that uh, a ninja <laughs> and you have that level of ability, then go ahead and go for it. The writer's secret, though, does not require you to operate at that high level of skill. Um, some of the other methods out there don't allow you the freedom of the writer's life. And what I mean of that is, you know, with the writer's secret, you, I wake up, I can go down to Starbucks, write a few hours, whatever I feel like. Um, for example, yesterday I was kind of a slow day, and I started off slow, and I really didn't get a lot done in the morning. In the afternoon, I had some energy, so I was at a bookstore and wrote for, I don't even know how long I wrote, maybe two or three hours I'd puttered around on some stuff. You know, and so it's it's like this laid-back, more leisurely thing that you can just work into your personal biorhythm, your personal energy, and your work day. A lot of methods don't allow for that because if you have, for example, some of them are labor-intensive. So if you have all these coaching calls all the time or you're doing these big product launches that are really labor-intensive or doing seminars, very, very labor-intensive to do seminars, you know, those things can make a lot of money, and you can definitely scale up to that if you want to. Writer's Secret allows you to scale up, and that's one of the benefits or advantages of it. You get the people on your list. You get the rapport with them. They bought other products for you. Yeah, they'll buy coaching programs. They'll buy seminars. Actually doing, really, some of these coaching programs are, are very much work-intensive. You know, they got gold and platinum and this, and all these people expect all of these coaching calls and all of these things. It can really be a very labor-intensive way to make money. Nothing wrong with it. There's a lot of money to be made in doing that if you want to do it. For me personally, um, I'm just not on board with it. You know, I just, I like the what I call the writer's life. Some other methods, this is something you really got to think about, are legally very risky. So really high-ticket high products. Sometimes they have commissioned salespeople or commissioned phone room. They're doing things that are a little bit legally risky, like forced continuity and so forth. I like to steer clear of those higher pressure, high, really high ticket things. Not that there's anything wrong with them. There's not. But I do think you have more legal exposure. Some people like that more. Some people like it less. I like it less and, and don't really want to go that route. Um, so these are some of the issues with other approaches to marketing. Now let's talk about the writer's secret, then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty details, which I know is what you're here for. Um, and the writer's secret. You work one to three hours a day. You know, if you're a slow writer, maybe you want to work four hours a day. I don't know. For, you know, for me, when I'm in product creation mode, you know, now for a long time I ran my business where I, we were doing dashboards and really Lisa uh, created those, and so I, I didn't really need work one to three hours a day. My my game plan and business plan this year is I'm creating more products for different reasons. We're still doing dashboards, but I'm creating more products. Um, and so my goal is new product every one to three months. In the past, we did this when I was in a highly productive mode and a highly productive state cranked out quite a few products. It just works really well. Uh, Commerce, if you only get out one new product a year, it's just not enough. You know, I would say a minimum is a new product every three months. Now, I want to share a personal experience of mine just last year. So last year I only did one ebook, which was Occam's Razor. And then I did a few webinars and, and those sorts of things. What I found out on those, and it's just my personal experience, it doesn't necessarily apply to everyone, but my personal experience on those was the webinars, you know, good cash up front. 
but the, the, we didn't get the ongoing uh, referrals and juice and activity from affiliates. So it was like normally we do a product, a new product, and it'll bring in a G or two, you know, thousand or two thousand dollars a month, like clockwork, for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years. The webinars just didn't do that. You know, maybe we didn't promote them, uh, the the product of it uh, properly to affiliates. I, I can't. I don't really know. Um, all I know is that we do really well when we do eBooks or more traditional info products. Doesn't have to be an eBook. You know, it was one of some of my friends, like my pal Jason Fladley, does really well uh, with video products, and he'll crank out a video product. That's another way to do the business. <clears throat> he'll crank out a video product in three, four, five, six hours. And that thing will continue to bring in five to six hundred dollars a month, just kind of like clockwork. He launches it out to the affiliates. He gets links, inbound links, and then just every month, five to six hundred bucks comes in. My products tend to do more money than that. I also, you know, have a bigger list. But um, I do think, though, that you know, it's up to you. I like eBooks, and I think that there is a perception of value of them with consumers. We're going to see a lot more of them with this Barnes and Noble Nook thing and the Amazon Kindle and all of this. Now there may be a downward pressure on prices of eBooks, which is possible. And if that happens, what you'll do is you'll have to sell your front-end eBooks lower, and then you'll have an upsell or two. And we'll talk about those OTOs. But as an overall model, I still think it's a very good model. All right. Um, so the advantage of the writer's secret, you work maybe one to three hours a day. You can do it anywhere. You know, take your laptop with you, and they have these even new small laptops, netbooks and all of those. that make it even more convenient because all you need to do is be able to write. You don't need this super-duper high-powered word pro uh, computer. You know, you basically need a little word processor there. Um, now, personally, for me, those on those netbooks, my hands are too big for those keyboards. I like laptops. But you can also write with a legal pad. I mean, <laughs> Ultimately, all you need is a pad of paper so you, so you can write anywhere, and I do that. You know, you can go out to bed and breakfast, you can go out to a scenic environment, you can just drive someplace on a weekend or a weekday, just say, hey, let me go over here. You can fly to wherever you want. I've written on the beach in Hawaii. I've written, I remember, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Was at the beach at this little kind of outdoor cafe thing, and I remember sitting there. I don't even think I had my laptop. I think I just had a legal pad, and I wrote there because you can enter your notes and you know your writing in later into the computer, right? Um, there's there's no life absorbing high stress seminars or coaching unless you want to scale up, but you don't have to do that to have a nice, stable, consistent, steady income that's better than most people make. Um, you can scale up if you want to. I mentioned that. The income's steady, and it's doable. And this is like, to me, this is a highly doable method. What do I mean by doable? What I mean by doable is this is something that, this is something that you can actually do. Does that make sense? You know, it requires you to do one new product every one to three months. That falls in the category of what I call Doable, you know, a new product every one to three months. So um, those are the advantages 
that I see of the writer's secret. Now, steps. Let's get into some of the specific steps, and then we're going to cover the really, really nitty-gritty implementation details, which most people just skip over and never even cover. But I'm actually going to cover those, and we're going to talk about that, because a lot of people just gloss over that. They gloss over, well, how do you do it? The reason they gloss over it because it's not sexy and exciting. You know, that's the, quote, work part of it. And it's the detail part of it. That's the part most people just gloss over. So we're going to address that. First, let's go, let's get into some steps here. Um, number one, you got to have a target audience to pull off the writer's secret. Now, this is a group of people who are proven buyers, people who already buy lots of stuff. There ain't anything more important than that. There's a famous story told by Gary Halbert. He said, you could have any one marketing advantage, what would it be? And Gary's answer was what he wanted was a stadium full of starving people. And, you know, it's hard to argue with that. So you want this audience of proven buyers. And it really kind of all begins there. Because if you've got this audience of people who don't buy stuff or buy stuff only one time, like let's say you have a product out on how to beat a speeding ticket. And there's, I think, I, I, I know somebody who did a product on that, and they, they actually make, I think, decent money with it. The problem is what do you, what do you sell as the follow-up product? So it's more like a nice income stream, but it's not a whole business because what else does that person need? There's really no other easily identifiable thing that you know they need. So you want you want people that buy either big tickets or buy things on a repeat basis, especially people that like to buy ebooks or video products if that's what you're going to be selling. You don't have to do ebooks again. You can do video if you don't like to write. Video is faster. Um, I, I like to perceive value personally of ebooks, and, and frankly, I just like to write. I, I'm, I can record videos, not that I can't do video and stuff. I just don't enjoy it as much as writing. I'm more of a writer than I'm a verbal person. If you're more of a verbal person, by all means, go ahead and do video products or audio products. Nothing, nothing wrong with doing those. So you need this list of proven target buyers. Again, people that buy big tickets or things on a repeat basis. People that buy ebooks or video products. But again, they gotta be repeat buyers. People that show that they wanna spend money over and over and over again, cause then all you kinda do is gotta get in there with a topic that's underserved. And it's a very good chance you're gonna get people to buy it just by going in and poking around. We're gonna talk about that. You just go in there and you poke around and find out some things that are underserved, some topics that are underserved. Some things that hadn't been a lot of things done on, but there's some demand for. And if you do a product on that, well, these people are proven buyers, and they buy stuff over and over. You've got a pretty good chance they're going to buy from you. And an example of this, obviously, is the Internet marketing. Now, it's kind of tough because it's really hard, kind of hard in Internet marketing to find an underserved topic. They're still there, though, and people do find them. Another example are the, the investing market is an extremely inordinately good market. Investors just spend over and over and over. And the great thing about investors is they have money to spend. You know that because they got money to invest. So that's just a tested, proven uh, market. But there's lots of markets out there. Now, you also got to kind of got to be aware of the type of market it is. For example, my dad builds used to build when he was younger, remote-controlled model airplanes. This is a very expensive habit, a very high-end habit. Uh, the thing is that they're really not e-book buyers. They, they buy parts for their airplanes and all that. And, and there might be room in there for an e-book or two, 
and a little extra income stream, but it's probably not a full business because they're not ebook buyers, they're plain part buyers and plain buyers, right? They're hardware buyers more than they are know-how buyers. Now, they, they, you could sell a few ebooks in there, but I doubt you, you could. Yeah. I don't think you could build a whole business off of it because they're really not proven ebook buyers. They're proven hardware buyers, and there is a difference. Now, my next point today is you learn by doing. And it's a really important concept to understand. Um, assume that your first three attempts in this business won't work or will just be mediocre. You know, a lot of people just expect the world from their very first product, and they spend six months or a year writing an ebook or longer to create their first product, three or four years. I've seen cases where people spent three years getting out a product that would have been hot three years ago, but they took three years to get it out. Topic's way over by now, right? And so you learn by doing. And your first few attempts probably won't work. You know, you're you're learning how to sell to these people, and you're starting learning some of the mechanics of the business. Maybe you'll be lucky. Maybe you'll be like Lee McIntyre, and your first book will do ebook will do I think seventy five hundred dollars in his first month, and he could quit his teaching job. Hey, more power to you if you can pull that off. I wouldn't say that's typical. Probably more typical is your first few products won't sell or won't sell well or won't sell a few, but you'll learn a lot. And kind of, you know, finding the pulse of, of the market is part science and part an art. You know, um, Michael Masterson, who's with Agora and has been responsible for millions and hundreds of millions in sales and so forth, you know, he's like, you just don't know which product's going to be hot. You kind of got to guess, you got a good feel, you got a good idea, but you just don't really know. Ultimately, you just don't know. So you got to get products out there. And, and one of them will take on this the advantage, you know, of doing a lot of products, doing a product a month, because you've got a better shop that one of those products is going to hit the market at the right time, the right topic, the right place, the right reseller picks it up, the right people get excited about it than if you do two products a year, see? So that's kind of the advantage of putting out more products. It's like I was having a, a discussion someone uh, a few months back, a seminar, and he spent all this time and a lot of money on one product, and yet the product that literally brought in, I think, a half million or a million dollars was one that he created, I think, in like a day. He just kind of threw the thing and the promo together, but it just hit the market just right. Well, that happens. That happens. So that's the advantage of just getting products out there. Now, I recommend when you're starting out to get experience under your belt that you start trying to do a new product every month or every six weeks or at least one every two months. You need to get the experience of writing or creating if you're doing audio or video. You need to learn the order form procedures and upsell procedures and get comfortable with just doing the whole process. And so that means that if you're writing, you need to do 50 to 100 pages a month. If you're a fast writer, maybe 150 pages. You know, I can crank out... Personally, you know, you get faster at this. At first, those first few products, you know, are just kind of like pulling teeth. Just understand that. But it does get easier and it does get faster. I can crank out now, you know, I don't know, uh, and probably in two or three hours I'll write 10 or 15 pages, you know, maybe 20. I'm a fairly fast writer. Um, it, it, when you start out, it's not that fast but it does get faster. 
Um, and like I say, if you, if you if you really have this job where you just don't have a lot of time, you probably got to go to video. You fire up Free Mind, which is a mind map software. You do a little mind map, turn on Camtasia, talk for two or three hours, and record it. Product's done. Write your sales letter. Throw it out there and see if it'll sell or not. So you can do this if you have less time. Um, you just you got to do video. Um, one of my big tip, tips on creating your product is to start with the bullet points. I'm a big believer in this because, first of all, your sales letter, the way I write the sales letters, and there's different formulas for sales letters. Understand that there is no right or wrong way. But if you just look at amazingformula.com, that sales letter, there, that's kind of like my formula for a sales letter. And that sales letter, you've got a great headline. You start out with your opening sentence that kind of pulls the reader into the letter. Now, letter, I start out with the credibility. Then we go into kind of the concept of the product. Then we go into a whole ton of bullet points. And then you've got your guarantee and your price justification, you know, and your bonuses. It's a very simple letter. But that, that little simple formula right there just works gangbusters, just works like crazy. But it's all predicated on having these really hot bullet points that create curiosity. Now, if you're selling for something over 100 bucks probably not going to sell on virtue of the bullet points. But if you're selling something for 20, 30, 40, maybe 50 bucks like I do, you know, up to 60, you know, your bullet points, some good credibility in there and some good bullet points and so forth, that'll get that letter to sell. Now, starting out, even the credibility or the proof can be an issue. Um, and if it is, <laughs> quite honestly, that's where your creativity as a writer comes in. I mean, don't make stuff up, but you you try to you you build whatever case for credibility, credentials, the research that went into it, you know, all of that. You just build the best case that you can, and you know these things improve as you go along. One thing that you can do is you can send out a press release on the product using uh, I think it's called Twenty Four Seven Press Release. Uh, dot com. There's a lot of these online press release services and get you some press releases out there and then you can quote the sites where your press release was published and that gives you some credibility um, just right there. I, I believe the one I use is 24-7 pressrelease.com and it's cool because they'll send you a summary of the places where your press release appears. Alright, so you start with the bullet points and you need to write 20, 30, 40, 50 bullet points. You probably want to write two or three times more bullet points than you're actually going to use in your sales letter. In your sales letter, you're probably going to have 25 bullet points there, maybe 30, 35. So you may want to write 50 or 100 bullet points. And then you just go through and you eliminate the weak ones. And again, in the writer's secret, I cover how to write those bullet points. And, you know, you, the easiest way to learn to write bullet points is just to save the ones that really get your interest and create curiosity in you. You know, when you're reading the sales letter, it goes, the, the number one secret of this, how to avoid the problem with that, you know, um, uh, the, the only thing you must do for this, blah, blah, blah. Those are all called bullet points. And just look at the things that make you curious. Look at the things that make you want to buy a product. Save those in what I call your swipe file. And then you don't take them verbatim. But you take and you creatively craft your bullet based on the idea or the concept and sometimes the template of that other bullet. Like the number one secret to this tons of times, see, so that sort of thing. So your bullet points can become the basis for the product. You write out and you say, okay, these are 35 bullet points I'm going to use. 
Now, the product can actually be one chapter on each of those bullets or one chapter that covers two or three of those bullets. And that becomes really the guts of your product right there. Now, there's more than one way to outline a product. That's one way. I like to do the bullet points because you've got to have great bullet points in that seller letter. So it's really good to start with those bullet points. And How do you find good bullet points? Well, one way is you surf through the forums. You look at the most viewed threads on a topic. If you're in a good niche, they're going to have forums because people want to communicate. You go through there. You look at the most viewed threads. That tells you the hot topics. Then you can actually go through there and just read through there looking for things that leap out at you. And you go, wow, that would be a great bullet point. There's your bullet point right there, right? And the content's really already done for you. You just take it, put it in your own words, and, and now you have a great killer bullet point for your product. It's not really any harder than that. Um, you know, the funny thing is all these bullet points and a lot of your content, and not most of your content, can come from two, three, four forums that you just search your topic on and you read. And then you take and you synthesize the content from two or three or four or five forms and put it in your own words. Not really rocket science. Gary Halbert used to go down to the library and just get 20, 30 books and, and use those and take the common ideas or get ideas from all of them and write them up. One of my friends, Dave Fry, did that with a book about pit bulls. And I think he went and he wrote the book and I think one day he went down to the library and just got all the books about pit bulls, went through and made copious notes and then took and created the product out of that. Certainly one way to do your research. Um, all right, let's talk about your sales letter. So we've already said the guts of your sales letter is really your, your bullets. There's three things, though, that are absolutely positively essential in your sales letter. One of the bullet points in my letter was about, I forget, the, the method, the, the one thing that makes your, 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 your letter sell that's based on 11,000-something research studies. It's a guy named Doug Hall, and he wrote a book called Jumpstart Your Business Brain. Jumpstart Your Business Brain. Now, not Jumpstart Your Brain. He did that book, too, but that's a different book. You want Jumpstart Your Business Brain. The author is Doug, D-O-U-G, Hall, H-A-L-L. He did all of these, uh, they did all of these studies and investigated all these companies' products and everything, and they found that out of all of these products, something like 11,000 products, there were, there were only three elements they could find in common that determined whether or not these products were successful. And one of those was that the product had a dramatic difference versus other products. Number two, that there was really a big benefit, because if you've got something that's a dramatic difference, but there ain't any big benefit to it, so who cares? Who cares that it's different if there's no big benefit to it? And number three was that it had some proof that was above and beyond, you know, what maybe people were used to seeing. And depending on how competitive your market is, that's kind of like the game. If you're in, say, you're selling to investors. You know, tons and tons and tons of people sell to investors or Internet marketers. So the game, a lot of the game becomes offering some kind of proof in your sales letter or sales process, sales message, sales teleseminar, sales webinar, that's unusual or different from what they've already seen or heard. Now, sometimes that proof is just in the form of that person's story, and they have this really compelling story. Again, my friend Lee McIntyre is a teacher, created his first ebook within 30 days, quit his teaching job. Everybody's dream to quit their job within 30 days, making a better income, right? Well, so that became his proof was just his story, and it's kind of like the ultimate proof is just if you got this drop-dead story. 
not everybody has that benefit. Not every target market's going to afford you that benefit. Um, so there's other forms of proof, other types of proof. One of them, my friend again, Jason Flavin, likes it. It's called the instant, I forget what he calls it, instant something. <laughs> it's that old Timex thing where it's like the watch is on the, the Timex watch. They put it on the boat and they drive around in the lake and then they take the watch off and it's still ticking. It says, takes a licking and keeps on ticking. It's that, that like instant demonstration it is very powerful. So like in one of my products, I did a little video where I was showing how you could take and within 60 seconds make your video look a lot better, and I just demonstrated it. You know, if you can find some element of proof like that, it's really good. Sometimes it's just the research you did. Sometimes it's uh, you can quote newspapers or magazines or articles. You just, you know, <laughs> some of it just comes down to being a little bit creative and thinking a little bit different than what other people, how other people think. Looking for kind of that little bit of a dramatic element, um, some way to capture the attention of people. Now, if you're selling to an underserved market, this really isn't that critical or crucial. When I say underserved market or topic, like if you got the only ebook on that topic, you don't have to have the greatest proof in the world because you got the only one on it. And, and if they want it, they got to get it from you, see? So, you, you know, your proof doesn't got to be really great because you got the one and the only. And the more you can kind of be on a topic that people want and have demand, but you're the one and only, you know, that's a good situation to be in. And I've kind of made a living off of that over the years. A lot of the products I've done are what I call underserved topics. There really wasn't a whole lot of information on at the time I created the product. So I pretty much made a living on that. And I, there's more than one way. And in the product, in Writer's Secret, I cover a whole lot of different ways to get product ideas. That's just what I kind of default to. Anyway, in your sales letter, you want to make sure that you have your dramatic difference. Old school marketers like myself, Jay Abraham, call that USP, Unique Selling Proposition, after a guy from the 1950s named Rob, uh, Rosser Reeves. In modern-day times, Michael Porter, in the book Competitive Advantage, calls it um, differentiation. Um, it's really just this habit of being different, what's different about your product than other people. Then you got your big benefit. There's only one reason people buy, and that's to get benefits. They don't buy a product. They don't buy a service. They don't buy features. right? They, they, they buy the benefits of what it does to them. Only one reason for buy is to get benefits. So if people aren't buying from you, they probably aren't seeing the clear value and, and the clear benefits. All right. Um, now, let's talk about implementation details. Now, like I say, if you're on this call live, you're going to receive a PDF that you have not received yet, and it's about 40-something pages. Um, if you're listening to this call later, you will have either purchased this uh, you'll purchase this as a separate product, as an upsell, as an OTO, one-time offer, or so forth, because this is a very valuable thing, and I'm going to I'm selling it as a separate product. I just wanted to reward you know the people on this call live who came in as early bird uh, uh, people on this offer. So depending when you came in, you paid for it, but it is available, or you can buy it, and it's available. And what it does, it covers all the mechanics 
of implementing the rider's secret. Now, I'm going to cover a range of options here for you. Because, again, most people gloss over how you implement it. Most people just gloss over that. And I really feel it's the most critical or important part is just how to, you know, how to implement it. So let's talk about this. Um, several ways that you can, you can do the deal. Now, number one is, you know, you can always write an e-book and stick it up on ClickBank. Now, I think it maybe costs you, costs you a small amount of money to put it on ClickBank, I believe, as a merchant, but not very much. You have access to their existing base of affiliates. They'll pay affiliates for you. Um, they handle a ton of details. And it's not necessarily a bad option for one of your first products, especially if you're just technically challenged and you're just scared of technology and everything. Well, Write your ebook, stick it up there on ClickBank. Now, there is a disadvantage to that because it's not easy with ClickBank to know who your affiliates are and communicate with them and so forth. So it can be done, can work for you. Um, well, I, I, I'm not that crazy about that method, but it, but it makes some of my friends a lot of money. Uh, I just like knowing who my affiliates are and being able to communicate with them more directly. So what we're doing in the writer's secret is putting together a different system that I'll explain here in a second for you that I think is a really powerful, potent system, okay? Uh, now, another method that you can use is called Infusionsoft. Now, Infusionsoft is the high-end software that a lot of, quote, gurus use in the Internet marketing business. A lot of pros use it. A couple hundred bucks a month, once you get a list, I think, of very much of a size where you're mailing, I think, over 100,000 emails a month, it's 300 bucks a month, I believe, maybe more, maybe that's 500 bucks a month. I think with the affiliate module, this is just current prices. They change the pricing strategy all the time. I even hate to mention prices. In fact, I won't because it seems like, at least in the past, they've changed the pricing structure more than once. So the, the, my point here is that it's not the cheapest solution out there. And if you're beginning and you're really on a shoestring budget or something, you'll probably be looking for another solution. Um, there's some reasons I don't use it because currently the way the pricing structure they quoted me personally is if I mailed over 100,000 emails a month, then it got to be very expensive very fast for, for me. And I, I definitely blow by that really fast, like in a couple days. So it doesn't really do much. It, it just really didn't work for me. Some of my friends came in under a different pricing program, and it's worked out just outstanding for them. It has the affiliate module in it that's extremely robust, the order form stuff, the email things that are very robust. It's a technologically more complex program than some of the others, so you kind of got to keep that in mind also. Anyway, that's one of the options, and if you have money in your pocket and it's affordable for you and maybe you have a few tech skills, then it's certainly an option. Now, next option in terms of implementation is one shopping cart. Now, I have a private label of one shopping cart called AutomateYourWebsite.com. AutomateYourWebsite.com. That's just my private label of one shopping cart. Now, one shopping cart... Uh, the great thing about it is it's all integrated. It has the affiliate software in there, has the shopping cart in there, you know, has the autoresponders in there, you know, kind of like everything all for one price. And it'll integrate with what we use on our back end, which is called A member. So 
it's a pretty good option. You know, it's got upsells built into it now, OTO ability, I think even one-click upsells if you want those. So robust software. Uh, the, the, there are there are there is one disadvantage to it, and that's that you really can't customize it. It's like an out of the box thing, and the way it is is the way it is, and you can't customize it. And I'm kind of like a customizer, you know. So this is why that we have another method we're really focusing on in the writer's secret. But there, but especially if you don't like check tech challenges and you want more control over stuff than you would get with ClickBank. You know, better control of your customer list, just better control, more control. AutomateYourWebsite.com is a great solution for you. There's a 30-day trial of it. Uh, the one limitation of it that's a little frustrating, I think, is maybe the affiliate module. Affiliate module works great, just works great, but you, it's not highly robust. Like, I can't, to my knowledge, I can't go in and make, you know, these people too level and these people not, and these people more commission and these people not. It's a simple, basic affiliate program. People love it. It works great. It's very understandable. A lot of people use that program. They know how it functions. So it's very good in that aspect. Um, people have done very, very well on that with that affiliate software. Uh, again, I'm kind of more like a tinkerer and a tweaker and so forth. I like to be able to get access to stuff and do a little custom programming and have more options available. Uh, therefore, we're, I'm, we're teaching what we've got here in the writer's uh, secret in this quick start implementation thing, whatever we're going to call it. And we just really go through the whole implementation process in detail now. Um, if you're on this call live, then you'll be able to go to your login at, I think, productlogin.com and just log into Writer's Secret, and you're going to see the Quick Start PDF there. If you're buying this in the future, then again, it'll be an available at additional price, separate product, or, or that sort of thing. Um, but it's if you want to follow the method that I'm going to tell you about, then there's only one way to go, because we figured out all the hard stuff for you. And this really took us quite a bit of work and energy to put the current version together because we are actually updating our own systems uh, to go with the, the most current available stuff. So here are the steps. And, and really, any software, you're, you're kind of going to follow the same steps. Not only have you got to set up the software. In this case, what I'm recommending is a software called A-Member, A-M-E-M-B-E-R. And here's why. It's it's basically a one-off fee. I think there may be a small annual fee. I think there's a, no, there's just, I think there's a fee when they upgrade think you may have to buy the upgrades. It's a very modest fee, and to buy the software is not particularly expensive to begin with. And pretty much it's a one-off, so you're not stuck with this monthly fee for it, other than upgrades. Um, the base, there's only four basic steps in setting it up. Step one, uh, you know, get your web hosting set up. Set up your ho I recommend HostGator for web hosting right now. Things change, could change in the future. Right now we like their reseller account because it gives you unlimited domains. It's a really a great setup at a low cost. Uh, then you want to check to make sure your server is configured to work with the A-member software and that you, know, you meet the requirements of it and so forth. And then you just get the software installed. And I believe the installation is free when you buy A-member. Um, and then they'll install it for you, and then you have to configure it to work with PayPal. All of these things are spelled out in our PDF exactly step-by-step step how to do these things. 
So basically, you get the A-member software installed and working with PayPal. You get your hosting set up, right? Once you've done that, you've got to create your order form. And again, we lay that out, but you've got to have an order form. Now, whether if you're using a shopping cart software like AutomateYourWebsite.com or using Infusionsoft, you can create order forms with those software programs also. So it's the same step. It's just how you actually implement or do it you know, is, is different. So you've got to get your order form set up. Then you've got to get your sales letter done and uploaded. And again, we walk you through the PDF and give you the steps for doing that. But you've got to get your sales letter set up on a web page in a template. And in Writer's Secret, we link to some templates. We link to a template in this PDF. Uh, but you can, we already have the template linked to in the Writer's Secret PDF. Um, so you can use that template for your sales letter if you want, or you can go hire a graphic designer and get something custom done. Good place to go for that is just Warrior Forum, W-A-R-R-I-O-R, WarriorForum.com, and um, in there there's a subforum where for designers and so forth. The people in there will design your website really inexpensively for you, and they're marketers. They understand marketing, so you can pretty much get what you want. So get your sales letter done, FTP it up. We use a free software program for FTP called FileZilla, F-I-L-E-Z-I-L-L-A. FileZilla, it's free. And it's very simple to upload from your local computer, your laptop, or your desktop, to your web host. You know, all web hosting is is a computer that serves up web pages. So they call it a server because it serves up web pages. Basically, it's just kind of like an industrial strength computer. So you just upload, you take the files off your local computer, your laptop, or your desktop. You put them on to the computer at your web host, that server. That process is called FTP, File Transfer Protocol. It just means you're getting the files off your laptop or your desktop and you're sticking them all over to the computer that's going to serve up your web pages when people go to your domain or your address, right? Um, so you got, you got your software installed, A-member installed, you got your water form set up, get sales letter done, get it onto the uh, FTP it and upload it. Now you want to install your deadline script because I teach an evergreen method and what this evergreen method is, is you'll send out emails for different bonuses to your list over time. You'll create new bonuses, and you'll make these bonuses available typically for 72 hours. And this is how that two, three, four years after a product is out, you can suck out more sales from it and keep it evergreen. It's just by coming up with new bonuses. Then you put them at the top, the bonus at the top of the sales letter in what we call a Johnson box, named after the gentleman who invented the concept, uh, the Johnson box. And we use a deadline script so that when the offer expires, the 72 hours expires, and people come back to that page, um, they'll get a different page automatically. You don't have to remember to change it or anything. It's all done automated. This gives you credibility with your customers. The cool thing with the script we use is it's very potent. And even if they delete what's called their cookies, it's really clever the way it works. Uh, they'll still, they still won't be able to get the offer back. It's pretty much locked tight unless the person's just a computer geek. Um, they, you know, they're going to go back there and the offer's expired and they'll get, you know, they'll get some other offer. But that's what, so you're going to install that deadline script and in the PDF we walk you through how to do that. All the details here. That's why we're selling this is because nobody's really figured out all of these things and provided all these steps for anyone. Uh, then you want to get your OTO script installed, your one-time offer script. 
And this is really something that's very powerful that we just discovered and researched and figured out for you. Because in the past, when we were doing our one-time offers, it would take Lisa an hour to set it up, and it was really just a pain. It was a complex procedure, and we found a script that you can get, which is currently free later in the future. I'm sure there will be a charge for it, but currently it's free, so go snag it, that allows you to do these OTOs, these one-time offers, and I'll explain what that means. And it's simple to use. It's an awesome script once you get it installed and configured. Awesome. So, and it works with a member. And so what you do is you get the script, you get it installed, and you're set up for your one-time offer. Here's what the one-time offer means. Once the person buys, they buy your product, you can present them with another offer that's good just one time. And if they try to go back later, they, they won't be able to get that offer. Now, this is really killer. This is really awesome. But in the past, you had to pay $200 a month for software that would do this or more. Well, that's why a lot of people went to Infusion, is Infusion had this built in and so forth. Uh, but you don't have to have that. The script will do it for you. Now, it's not a, what's called a one-click upsell. It's an upsell or an OTL, but it's not one-click. One-click means they don't have to re-enter their credit card information. I believe with this script they have to re-enter their credit card information, which is fine with me. The good news about one-click upsells is uh, my friends tell me it will double your upsell take rate. The bad news is you will get more refunds and chargebacks. So I'm still making people re-enter their information, mostly because I don't like the problems that refunds and chargebacks could cause with your merchant account. Merchant accounts don't like refunds and chargebacks. So I kind of take the, again, I'm conservative. And that's just how I do my business. You can do it however you want. So anyway, we have instructions on getting your OTO script installed. And it took us quite a bit to figure this out, but once you get it set up, it's beautiful. Then you want to set up your digital product protection. You've got to deliver your product. We do that in password-protected folders. If you're using a PDF, we actually use eBook Gold, too, which issues PIN, and we issue PIN codes. The only problem with that, is we had to have that custom programmed with a member, and I don't, do not know of any off-the-shelf programming that will do it. You have to go hire a programmer to write that script for you. Um, so to start out, all you do is you password protect the folder in a member. You stick your PDF in there, let people, and you give a download page. And the downside of that is, yeah, they can pass that PDF along on torrents. The good news is that typically your customers aren't going to be the ones who download stuff off of torrents. So most of my friends do it this way. They don't really feel they lose any sales by just delivering PDFs. Um, but again, if you do want to protect your intellectual property, you can use eBook Gold. You can issue PIN codes, EXEs. The problem with that is Mac users won't, still won't be able to open that product, and you'll still have to provide them a PDF, and your security to some degree will be compromised. There are some programs out there that will protect PDFs also. I've read about, haven't tried them out yet, don't know how they work. Um, Anyway, next so that next step is after you get your OTO plugin installed, configure, set up your digital uh, product protection, compile your PDF using OpenOffice, which takes two seconds. File export as PDF and it's done, and I love that. But before you do that, you want to add a cover to your PDF if you have one created. Probably want to get a cover created for your PDF again. You can do that at Warrior Forum or 99designs.com. Uh, two letters, 99designs.com. And you can do it that way also. Those are really the nitty-gritty implementation details no one covers or talks about.
because, you know, just covering these, you probably go, wow, this is more steps than maybe I wanted or liked or bargained for or whatever. Yeah, but most of these you only got to figure out and do one time. And, you know, it's a one-off thing. After you figure these things out and get them set up, you're good to go. And, and, and you know, the next time it's already all set up for you. And the good news is, in this amazing PDF we created for you, uh, all of these steps are covered in detail. And it's the only product I know that does this. Again, there's my idea of finding an underserved topic and filling it, which is what we've done. And um, so we cover all of these details for you, the nitty-gritty implementation details. Everybody else glosses over. They don't cover. They just expect you to go figure it out for yourself. Um, or they try to sell you some really high-end expensive solution. Let me point out a few benefits of this. So a member, yeah, you've got to buy it, but it's really a one-off fee, and I think there's a small modicum of a fee for upgrades or something, but it's not uh, really, I think it's maybe 40 bucks. It's not like a lot of money. So you're not paying monthly for it, though. That's the great thing about it. There's only one thing out of all this that you're really going to pay monthly for, and that's your autoresponder service. And, yeah, and your choice on autoresponders, again, nice thing about Automate Your Website, which is, again, my private label for one shopping cart. You got your autoresponder affiliate software, everything wrapped up all in one. So if you're really on a tight budget, but you want more control than you get with ClickBank, ClickBank doesn't include autoresponders anyway, then AutomateYourWebsite.com is a beautiful solution for you. If you want to have more control, ability to tweak stuff more, have more robust systems, then... Um, then you can go this A-member route I'm talking about. There's one other aspect on the A-member that i got to bring up, too, which we didn't discuss, is the um, the iDev Direct, which is the affiliate software. And the good news about that is that integrates with A-member, and iDev Direct will install it for you for a small fee, which is really great. And Now, A-member has built-in affiliate software, uh, affiliate program is very basic, but if you don't want to spend the small modicum of money for iDev Direct, uh, you can use the one built today, but I really recommend iDev Direct. We're installing this for our own use. It's really super powerful, robust software, but I can't give you a lot of details on it yet, and there could be some hidden glitches in there I don't know about. To, to, as far as we've investigated it, Everything works 100% smoothly with a member, but we don't have our installation done yet. I just found out about the software. It's far. It's, it, I like it a ton better than what I've been using. I've been using another affiliate software that has some limitations. Um, this new iDev Direct software it just really looks awesome. So again, you got a one-off fee for it, but no monthly fees. So what I'm saying is, I just showed you how to avoid all your monthly fees, other than basically your hosting and your autoresponder service. Now, so for autoresponders, you've got some choices. You've got GetResponse, and you've got AWeber. If you're not going to use the Automate Your Website program, you're probably going to use AWeber or GetResponse for your autoresponders. And <clears throat> problem is implementing those with AMember used to have some kind of plug-in, but that plug-in doesn't work. So if you tried to do this on your own, you'd be high and dry. Except we went out there and found another low-cost solution, very low-cost, that allows then you to put every new buyer, every new customer, and stick them into your autoresponder automatically. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, we actually 
have been doing that ourselves, but we had custom programming. We had, we had to have that custom programmed, and it was a pain. But now, it's beautiful. One-off, small, low-cost fee, little script that works with a member, and now all your customers will be added automatically. How great is that? So these are all some really cool, awesome things. Um, and those are all your implementation details. So as far as your monthly fees, you've got your web hosting, which if you get the HostGator reseller account, I don't know what that's going for currently. It's probably like 25 You've got that. And, um, and then you've got your autoresponder service, and, and you're pretty much out of this deal. So this is really awesome. All right, now, if you have questions, go ahead and email them to tellmarlin at yahoo.com. I want to take any questions here, and we're going to wrap this up. <clears throat> I wanted to cover, though, those nitty-gritty implementation details. And, again, the PDF, if you're live on the call, will be in your A member membership site area, your product download area. Uh, if you're purchasing this, if you're listening to this call in the future, you'll either need to buy it separately. Um, you know, you'll have to buy it separately. Okay, so let me look here. Uh, let me get into Yahoo, and it's Talmarlin, T-E-L-L-M-A-R-L-O-N at Yahoo.com. This is only for the people on the call live. You can send a question there, and I'll answer it if you have one. All right, here we got a few questions. Marlon, please talk about using Writer Secret for lead generation. I've still not read the material. Well, I'll read the material. <laughs> and... Uh, the writer's secret is not about lead generation. You know, lead generation is a different mo is a, is not what the writer's secret about. Writer's secret is about creating products every one to three months and selling them via and getting traffic via your affiliate program dominantly. That's what it is. Now, as part of the writer's secret, you can do lead generation, which means basically putting up what we call the email capture page or the squeeze page and getting affiliates to send traffic there. So here's how that would work, is you put up your lead capture page or squeeze page, which is typically, depending on how you do it, a little page offering people a free PDF or something, right, free report, is just the standard typical way to do it. Your affiliates send people there, people enter the name and email uh, uh, you know, address and opt-in, and then on the next page you sell something, and the affiliate gets 50 to 70% of whatever it is you're selling, and you basically collect that email address or lead for free. But I am not, the writer's secret is not about the cost per action things, and if you're doing the CPA model, then you really don't get or understand what the writer's secret's about. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the CPA or cost per action models where you're generating leads and just getting paid per lead, but that's not what I do, and that's not what the writer's secret about. There's a reason for that, by the way. It's not just something that I arbitrarily decided. Um, the CPA networks now are under fire because most of those offers depended on forced continuity. Legally, oh, there's a lot of offers. I think they're in hot water. Um, just mass chaos has been going on in that industry. I just really, it's, that's not my industry and it's not, I don't consider it real evergreen. I do, facets that industry will be around forever. But then, but then you really become, uh, the, just the traffic generation. You're really being an affiliate, follow me. All you're doing is being an affiliate then. That's basically affiliate marketing because all you're doing is being an affiliate for someone else. What I'm teaching you is to be at the top of the food chain, to be the product creator, the creator, 
and you have your own affiliates. You can put your own product, your products on the CPA networks and pay per leader per sale if you want. My friend Dagan Smith has done that. A lot of money in doing that. I don't talk about getting onto the CPA networks because it's a pretty high risk deal. Uh, you know, and it's a pretty high level of skill. I don't personally do it. My friend Dagan does it successfully, but it is a pretty high level of skill, and even he had some issues with it because it's real easy to end up in merchant account issues, real easy, um, as some people have, in my business have found out recently that lost their merchant accounts over that kind of stuff. Because usually you've got to have forced continuity, what's called forced continuity, meaning that when people buy your product, they get a free trial of something for seven days or 14 days, and then they're going to be billed for it. And even though, even if there is good disclosure, which often there isn't, but even if there is good disclosure, a lot of people don't read, and therefore they get unhappy and they complain, and then your merchant account gets shut down, and then you are called OOB, out of business. You never want to be OOB. I'm Evergreen. All right, question. Let's see, there's another question here. Uh, do you think someone's process, pro, product is necessary to keep you out of trouble? I don't know the product. Um, the marketer you mentioned, who I will not mention here, um, but the marketer you mentioned is a friend of mine and I believe is a very highly intelligent, hardworking guy. I don't know that it's necessary or not. I'll read I'll look at it. It may be something I want to use. To my knowledge, <clears throat> no, I mean, you have to issue 1099s for people that have over $600 in sales. Um, that's the main thing that, to my knowledge, you need to do. You need to make sure your affiliates aren't out there making illegal claims, bloated claims, violating Federal Trade Commission laws, and so forth which is kind of like one of the reasons that I don't do the really big contest. Like if you're offering a free car as the, the prize to the affiliate contest, what do you think the incentive is for affiliates to go out there and just claim all kinds of crazy junk? You know, you just don't want that kind of thing. I don't want that kind of legal risk. So, again, I'm low-key. Um, but, yeah, to my knowledge, I don't know about the the thing, but yeah, we pay our affiliates by 1099s, and I just have my CPA do it, and it's not any big deal. Um, is there a standard agreement legal on the beginning of an ebook? Uh, there is no, for, there's not a standard legal agreement for anything. <laughs> anything. Really, because, um, because all an agreement is, is, uh, uh, it's agreement between two parties, and therefore, it, really never necessarily standard uh, so no um, we, a lot of people do use disclaimers they are available out there on the web and I'm sure if you go out there and search and find one um, that it probably be a smart thing to include those in your ebooks yeah sure but no I don't have a standard one I can give you actually legally I don't believe I could if I did because it falls under the a lot of people got in trouble for that, selling contracts, which is, I think, something that only attorneys are supposed to do. I may be wrong on that, but there was, like, I believe, I've had, I had a friend that got in some hot water over that sort of thing, so I, I would never do it. 
but yeah, I'm sure that it's out there if you want to poke around and find something. You know, the best insurance is giving people refunds always if for any reason they're unhappy. That's your number one best insurance. And number two, don't make erroneous, bloated, hyped-up claims. And three, treat your customers with the golden rule as much as you can. What do you think of wish list member versus a member? Well, Kay, they're, they're really kind of two separate things. First of all, Tracy over at Wishlist Members, a friend of mine, um, and I love Tracy. Tracy's just a brilliant, wonderful, creative guy, and they're doing really some awesome stuff with Wishlist Member. Now, for what I do and how I run my business, um, for what I personally do, it, it's not the product for me and it's not the product I'm teaching people to use. Doesn't mean it can't work. My friend... Uh, some of my friends used it in the past, and we're very happy with it. It's really made more for a membership site. And what we're doing is really taking a member and hacking it to not be for a membership site but for product delivery. Um, I think Wishlist Member, if you want to run a membership site, is great. I don't know about how it would work for product delivery. I've never seriously looked at it. I don't know about how all the plugins work with it, you know, because trying to do the, the OTOs, the upsells, downsells like we do, and then having the IDEV direct plug into it and all of these other things, um, you know, I just don't know. I, I think that it's really good, Kay, if you're running a membership site, and it's really super simple and fast to put up there. And uh, it's a cool program, very cool. And Tracy is just a great, wonderful guy, just a brilliant, a brilliant guy. But, yeah, no, it's not what I'm teaching here, and I – you know, it'd just be too much work to try to figure out to reinvent the wheel. I've already got a wheel invented here, and I'm teaching it to you. There's probably other products out there that would also be great for people to use. Some of them my friends probably sell. I just can't know everything, and I can't cover everything. Um, there's too many options available in this business, and it's what I try to do for you. I try to filter through what I really feel for a specific use or a specific purpose, what the best thing is. But I maybe don't have the ultimate best thing. I have something that's workable and a very practical, reasonable, low-cost solution. doesn't even necessarily mean it's the best one. You, 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 there's so many things that happen so quickly in Internet marketing, you can never really have the best. All you can have is something that's very functional and very workable. And, you know, we've been using a member now for four or five years, and so that's why I'm teaching it is because i got to teach what I do. So that's why I, I teach it. But it's a very good question, Kay. And, and if you want to do membership sites especially, look at it. Um, and if you talk to Tracy, give him a shout-out. Awesome, wonderful guy. If you have another question, go ahead and email it to tellmarlin at yahoo.com, T-E-L-L-M-A-R-L-O-N, tellmarlin at yahoo.com, and I'll see if I can answer it. Again, for the PDF on all the implementation details, you just log into your um, your productlogin.com, and it'll be there in your membership site area. All right. If you have another question before we wrap this call up, it's tellmarlin at yahoo.com. I want to just paint the big picture here of. of because so we try to cover all the implementation details and not gloss over them uh, because I just because you got to have them. 
On the other hand, a lot of people get just so caught up in them that they miss the big picture here. And the big picture is well, however you deliver this stuff, however you do it, there's a couple essentials. You've got to be cranking out products at a fairly regular rate. And if you back off on that, if you get lazy on it, if you don't do it, uh, your income will go down and you will suffer and it will be a bad choice. You've got to keep your personal productivity up. Now, you know, I'm all about trading products for dollars instead of time. And, and, and this particular method, you know, you can take it to another level like I was doing where I really didn't even create products that much myself because Lisa was doing the dashboards. And we're still going to do that. But uh, at the same time, I thought we were missing out by not having me create some products. And so I'm going back and creating products. And I like doing it. You know, it, yeah, I'm trading some time for dollars, but it's an acceptable trade to me, and I enjoy it. I enjoy going out to a Starbucks or Barnes & Noble and writing. But if you like video or audio or something better, you're free to do that. The main thing you've got to do is you've got to have this group of people. You've got to go in the forums and find out what it is they're talking about, what's on their conscience, what's on their mind, what the problems are people are having, what are the hot topics, the buzzwords, and all of that, what's the buzz. And you've got to create products on that and have a decent workable sales process. Now, you don't even have to sell with sales letters. If you can't write, you can do teleseminars and sell your product. You can do audios that pitch your product. I have a friend that sells a $1,000 course, and he does it with a, like an hour audio, and he just pitches it on audio, believe it or not. Blows me away, actually. Sells it on audio. Sells the daylights out of the thing, believe it or not. So... But you've got to get these products out there, find your needs. And I really believe in Red Factor. I have a product called Red Factor where I talk about three types of products. Underserved, overserved, and or markets. Underserved, overserved, non-consumers. So you can sell to non-consumers, but that's the trickiest because I really like to sell people who are already buying. So in terms of selling to people who are already buying, you've got two categories. Where there's really opportunity. Selling to people who are underserved, selling to people who are overserved. People who are underserved, it's a topic. Either people who are underserved or topics that are underserved. I really like selling that. The other one is overserved. So let's say that there's on a specific topic, there's only coaching programs available or high-end stuff, right? Um, to me, that, that then becomes an opportunity for something that's lower priced. You know, it's kind of like, imagine if the only cars were available were Mercedes or Lamborghinis. Lamborghinis. And you didn't want to drive fast, and, and, and you know you want a good gas mileage, but you can only buy Lamborghinis. There would be a screaming need, you know, for uh, Kia. <laughs> you know, something that's like low cost and gets great gas mileage and is safe. So that's really what we're looking at: is either topics that are underserved, and there's hardly anything on that topic, or really topics where everything available on it's really expensive. And you're just coming in with the low cost, the obvious low cost solution on that particular topic or subject matter. If you have any other questions, go ahead and email tellmarlin at yahoo.com before we wrap it up today. And I'll try to answer here. Just want to make sure if you do have questions that I, I do my best to try to answer them. Um, let me just a second here, look for more questions. One more second here. 
All right. I don't see any more questions coming in, so I think we probably went long enough on this quick start. Um, let me just go ahead and give you a little game plan to get started, and then we'll completely wrap this up. I just can't emphasize the importance too much of just getting started. So go out there, even if it's not your final, perfect, all-encompassing, the rest of your life target audience. Get a target audience that's good enough or that you're pretty sure is buying stuff over and over and that you have a reasonable chance of creating something they'll buy. Spend the next 30 days writing one to three hours a day on that product or laying out a little mind map and recording a video for it. Make sure you write out your bullet points first. It's really good to write out the whole sales letter first, but if you don't do that at least, at bare minimum, write out your bullet points first. Write the product or create the video, create the product, right? Uh, get your little infrastructure stuff set up, whatever you're going to use, whether it's ClickBank, whether it's AutomateYourWebsite.com, whether it's Infusionsoft, whether it's a member or Wishlist member or whatever it is you're using. Get that set up. Get your implementation set up, right? Get your affiliate program set up. Get your affiliate tools set up. We explain all of this in the product. You've got to have your affiliate tools set up and so forth. And, um, and then just get it out there and see if the thing will sell. Now, in order to do that, you're going to need some affiliates, and we talk about affiliates. Uh, you can also try initially converting the product with pay-per-click if you're good at it, you know, is an option. But um, the best way to recruit affiliates is just by meeting people in the forums, finding out who has the list and making friends. A lot of times, if you can do a little something to help them first, it's good. And then there is like a little secret trick I'm going to give you here that you can also do. If you can do a little interview with them, or include, find out the people who have the list and include something from them as a bonus in the product, like a little freebie lead generation report they're going to give away, but it's their squeeze page. It's their lead capture page. You're going to give it away as a bonus, so then your customers get on their list to claim the bonus. Then, see, this gives them an incentive to promote the product. So that's one little trick that you can use to get affiliates for your product, to get them to – because now they have a vested interest in selling that product. I owe that idea to Adil Chowdhury who um, used it in his one of his products uh, at some point in time and he shared that idea with me. It's just a great idea. But the idea is you build invested interest. Maybe it's just that you're recommending a product on an affiliate basis that these people have and you say, hey, this in this ebook, you know, in this, on this page, I, I recommend your product and, you know, I don't know if it fits your list, but if you do, you might want to consider promoting it or you throw in a bonus for them. You try to find, create some vested interest way that gives them a personal interest in promoting it. And just be personal and make friends, call people up on the phone, instant message them. You know, some of it just goes back to some human relations skills and, and just friendship building. You know, you're, a lot of times also seminars are good. If you can't, if there are seminars in your target audience, you can go and meet the people that have the list and sell the products and make friends. You know, it's hard to beat that. Of course, that's how most people do it in Internet marketing. They go to seminars, and that's how they meet, you know, their joint venture partners and so forth. Uh, you can also launch and get affiliates on Warrior Forum by selling your product there as a WSO Warrior Special Offer. Sell it cheap. You know, these things are all covered in writer's secret. But you can sell it cheap there, but you'll pick up, you won't probably make a lot of money, but you can pick up affiliates that way. I think there's also a little JV forum there. There's also specific JV sites like JV Alert and so forth that you could go to. Um, and some of it just comes down to focusing on it. You know, really, if you just focus every day for 30 minutes or an hour on getting affiliates for a product, guess what? Probably 
you're going to be able to get affiliates. Add, a, add all those people to the Twitter. Start watching their Twitter messages, right? Communicate with them. Get on their Facebook. See what they're talking about on their Facebook. See who their friends are. You know, maybe they put something out on Twitter. Maybe they put something out on their Facebook. Wow, that's great. You know, now you, you, you add a little message on their Facebook wall or you hit them up on Twitter. Hey, I really love that article you sent out. Blah, blah, blah. Would it be okay if I sent this to my list if you have a list? Or would it be okay if I put this, publish this in my new ebook I'm writing or gave it away as a bonus? You know, just go out there and, and put out positive vibes and positive energy and make friends and try to be a giver, you know. I think Mark Victor Hansen or Zig Ziglar said that, that, that if, if you help other people get what they want, that they'll help you get what you want. And there's really a lot of truth to that. So go out there and if you just be a giver and you try to help promote the other people, help, help them find some new customers too and they'll help you. And this is the best advice I can, I can say about affiliate program marketing, you know, <laughs> other than have a product that converts. You know, you're always going to be able to get affiliates if your product converts. And that's why we focused on finding this OTO script for you so you can have what are called the upsells and the downsells that boost the visitor value when somebody sends you a visitor or a customer and allows you to pay then for that affiliate to make more money. And, and, you know, if you're putting money in their pocket and you just get a couple of affiliates that will mail it and you can show that they put you put some money in their pocket – then you can go to other affiliates and say, hey, Johnny mailed it, and this is what he made. And, I mean, even if you have to make that a couple of those first people two-level, pay them a two-level commission or pay them a 100% commission or 80 or 90% to get a couple key people on board, you know, as long as your offer converts and you can show that it converts, then you can go to other affiliates and you really, really, really have some leverage going. So that's what I have to say about how you get affiliates to promote the offer. Because that, you know, it always comes down to traffic at the end, you know, of the day. Your, and your traffic depends really on your conversions and your visitor value. If you got the conversions and you got the visitor value, ultimately you will be able to get traffic. Because if nothing, even if you haven't made friends, people will mail it just for the money. Um, I like, you know, to take a little bit lower key. And you hope you have some friends out there who will promote it and that you build some relationships with people. Um, you know, last way is just having a hot topic. You know, if you've got a hot topic and they know it's a hot topic or a needed topic, some people actually care about their customers and their list. They feel it's really a needed topic or they feel it's a hot topic, you've got a good chance some people are going to mail it, right? And then also if it would help them for their customers to have it because maybe it, it's a problem that they don't want to deal with and their customers have it and you've got the solution for that, then that's something else that, that can work to your favor. So really a lot of angles on recruiting affiliates. Some of it just comes down to being a little bit creative. And really, if you just thought 30 minutes every day, how can I get some affiliates to promote this? And that's all you did. Every day you set a stopwatch for 30 minutes or like Eugene Swartz used to do 33 minutes, I believe. You know, that will work for you. I want to end kind of on that meant that topic about Eugene Swartz. I think in the product I need to change it because I think I said he wrote for 55 minutes. I just re reread his transcript the other day and he wrote for 33 minutes. He said the single most valuable thing that he owned was a was a uh, a little stopwatch timer thingy because he'd set it to 33 minutes. He'd write 33 minutes and then take a break. He'd come back, write 33 minutes again, and take a break. But even if he couldn't write, he would just sit there and stare at the copy for 33 minutes. You know, kind of like a Zen attitude. 
He's like, you just got to sit there with it. Even if you're not right and even if you're not doing anything, you're not crazy. You just got to sit there. And he's like, just out of boredom, you'll write something. And that that's a great way to overcome what's called writer's block, if that's a problem for you. Um, and it's a great way to get started. So to wrap this up into a specific action plan, here's what I suggest that you do. Find an audience you're pretty sure buys stuff over and over. And find an underserved topic by studying the threads in the forums and the hot threads and the most viewed threads, the problems that keep coming up over and over, topics that keep coming up over and over, kind of like evergreen topics. You know, Go through there, pick out the best 50 ones and write bullet points on them. Put those into a little info product. Write up your sales letter and get the thing out there. Just spend you know, 30 minutes, an hour, two, three hours a day writing or creating. And once you've done that and you get the thing up there, Spend some of that time every day, 30 minutes a day, focusing on recruiting some affiliates for your offer. And I think you're going to find this is really a great way to build your list, a great way to build a business, and a great way to build a life. And the ultimate payoff is freedom and independence because you have a steady income. It's reliable. You know where your money's coming from. You didn't have to join a $1,000 a month coaching program to be able to create an ebook a month or an ebook every two months or a video product every month or two. Uh, you didn't have to be a rocket scientist to create a basic sales letter to sell something for 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks. You know, maybe for 50, it's gotta be pretty good. But it certainly doesn't have to be world class, you know. You don't have to be Ben Savania or John Carlton or Gary Halbert or Ted Nicholas to write a letter to sell something for 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks. That's an underserved topic to begin with where you got one of the only products on the topic or the only product on the topic. So this is really my recommendation to you. And this is my game plan for you. And I speak from a great deal of personal experience, and I know this works. I know that um, you don't have to be the world-class copywriter to pull this thing off. You don't have to be the world-class writer. As long as your ebook has good information in it, people are going to be happy. Um, this is a great program. It's a great system. Now, you know, in the ebook, Writer's Secret, I talk about other forms of income from doing some webinars, a monthly webinar, coaching programs, or those kinds of things. It can certainly add, you know, add extra dollars to your income, the OTOs and email promotions and the evergreen email promotions with additional bonuses and deadlines. All of these things are kind of part of this little method and this little system. But just the core of it is getting you know, a new product out there every one to three months. And, you know, getting up a decent sales letter, some great bullets on it. You know, you need some great bullets, good headline. And this is really the guts of the system. So the PDF will be in your, um, if you're live on the call, will be in your members area. I want to thank all of you for being on this call. And in summary, it's all about the freedom. It's all about the lifestyle. It's all about independence. It's realistic. Practical. It can create a steady income for you. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to do it. It's been working for me since 1998, and as long as I work, it works. You know, this plan will work for you if you'll work the plan. Your first product may not make it. Your first three products may not make it. But you know, if you just get in there, you find the good underserved topics or the overserved topics. You find these people that buy over and over, and you just put yourself in the middle of that. You make some friends, find some affiliates, get your OTOs on there, get some offers that convert on some hot topics. Um, th th this business can and will work uh, uh, for you if you do those things. So this is Marlon Sanders. I am the king of step-by-step -step Internet marketing. I'm an old-school marketer. I want to thank you very much for trusting me and purchasing the writer's secret. 
and in terms of implementing it and uh, getting this thing going, take action, do this, get started now. Get started writing or creating something now. Get something out in the next 30 to 60 days. Get the thing going and just see if this isn't a way that you want to live your life. I want to wish all of you the best of success. Take care. Until we talk again, um, may God shine brightly on you. Bye for now.